Inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing, then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. Um, so I realize walking into this that I really don't have all of the pieces um, of the story. Uh, I wish I did, but given the circumstances, I think it's uh, important that I talk about my feelings on the matter rather because of the podcast. Welcome to Feeling It Out with Kyle and Connor. I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. I am a, uh, well, it doesn't matter. This is a, an emergency episode. We had an episode that we recorded that was really good, and it's in the can, and we'll release it another time, but uh, I think it's really important that we release this episode today. We're releasing it to, to we're releasing it on Thursday, um, May, releasing it on Thursday, May 28th, recording it tonight, Wednesday, May 27th, as the protests are active happening in Minneapolis and Los Angeles for the uh, murder of George Floyd. So the information that I have for context, if anybody doesn't have it, once again, it's not a full story that in Minneapolis, a man, a black man by the name of George Floyd was uh, approached by police officers and uh, eventually they put his, one of the officers put their knee on his neck and then he later died uh, in police custody. And I am, uh, because of my feelings, going to continue to call it the murder of, uh, of uh, George Floyd uh, because it is a systemic problem that's happening with this uh, country. But I'm not here to stand on a platform for the sake of uh, change. I'm here to talk about my feelings. So, Connor, I had dinner after we recorded our episode, and I my fiance Derek told me uh, about I don't even remember what the context was at this point it was something with landscaping something with uh, gardening or something but uh, he just mentioned like oh did, so did you hear what's happening and I was like no and he just found out like 20 minutes prior because uh, it had only started like an hour before that that Black Lives Matters uh, protesters had started uh, collecting and active in, in, in Minneapolis then Los Angeles uh, chapters got word, or maybe people just of their own accord. I don't know. It's still incredibly early. It's happening right now. And uh, it's it's a movement that, to me, feels very important and very uh, timely because George Floyd was the latest. And, well, frankly, God, there probably could have been more since then of uh, police murders that, in my opinion, from my perspective the systematic problems with our police has resulted in an environment where I, Kyle, feel 100% vindicated in my absolute terror of the police, that I believe that any police officer is wants to kill me, that we have a society that supports people who go around and are completely allowed to kill whoever they want for whatever reason, for whatever reason, anything, it doesn't, ha- it doesn't matter. None of us stands a chance. The the one thing I I used to feel, and I called my mom about this, dude. I want to. I'm sorry. I want to involve you in this. Connor. I mean, I have an interjection, but I don't want to stop your train of thought. Maybe maybe that's for the best. Uh, is is for further context, Connor. This is the kind. This is the way that information spreads. It wasn't televised. It's not like w- spread enough. It's brand new. And so I, I told it to you, Connor, and it was the first time that I was uh, uh, dumping it on you. And you started to say something about, oh, yeah, that you heard about George. What, what, what were you saying? Um, I mean, that I, I'm pretty sure my mom told me about it. But at this point, 
coming from a black man, I'm just like, that's awful. And to the audience, I probably sound really disaffected, but that's just the tendency I get in. So. No, right. I did the same thing. It was earlier this week. It was the top of my Reddit front page or whatever. It said man, black man dies after police puts knee on his neck or kneels on neck or something like that after uh, footage. And I didn't even click on it. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, man, again? Ugh, this sucks. And that's that was it. And it became like the, the school shootings where it was just like, oh, man, again? This has got to stop. Oh, look, a kitty. Like... That was the same thing that I went through, but I didn't I, I, I didn't even feel guilty about it until I saw what was happening, and I was just overcome with this feeling of, of cowardice and hypocrisy that I talk about this stuff, but I don't put my money where my mouth is. That when, when you know, shit hits the fan and it becomes real, I can't be bothered. Like, oh, uh, what if I get hurt? Ooh, it's a work night. Like... This is the kind of stuff that I'm realizing when I look at these videos. It's all about, like, the numbers. It's about the, the amount of people that are out there to show physically that we are so fed up with this racist system that we're willing to inconvenience ourselves. That's how bad it's gotten. And and I, 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 I feel like a coward... I, I feel like a cowardly hypocrite or a hypocritical coward, however you, you want to take it. Because mm. um, there have been a couple instances in my life where things like this have happened. Like, I didn't go safer things. I didn't go to the women's march. I didn't go to the dumbass science protest that stood for nothing. I, I didn't do anything for Prop 8. I, I didn't. I didn't. And here I am now in, in like, a situation where, like, this could be the beginning of something because they, they, this can go one of two ways in my opinion. I was talking with Derek about it. This can go one of two ways. Either they capitulate and they charge the police officer with murder. They've already fired uh, the police officers and apparently the FBI is, un, is investigating uh, the, the, the murder. But the, they either have a choice to capitulate and convict the man of murder, the police officer, and put him in prison, setting a brand new precedent and quelling the masses and calming us down and making us feel like, ooh, change happened, or nothing happens again, and this explodes, hopefully. And I was, I was just overcome with this feeling of, like, I should be out there, man. Like, I thought of you, dude. I thought of you and your mom. I thought of, like, I thought of my anxiety because it feels so this feels like so many other things that i experience and it's it's irrational it's part of my generalized anxiety but it feels the same but it's not like i'm feeling the same kind of like flutters and the same kind of like getting down on myself but this feels like purposeful it feels like it's trying to get me to break through the capitalist shell that's taught me peacefully protest yeah of course you can protest protest all you want this is america just just do it quietly and peacefully and in this little square okay please like that's not change man changes with bodies and and there's too many black people's bodies and i feel i felt it's worse i don't feel powerless 
I have power and I'm not using it. I, I feel <laughs> cowardly. And at the end of the day, it sucks that, th that all of this is blinded by the fact that it's like, Kyle, you're making this about yourself. A person died and all of these people are marching out because they don't want this to happen anymore. And, and you're at home whining and complaining about how you feel about it. And so I called my parents and they told me like, I have a platform, I have a podcast, I have multiple podcasts where I can say my feelings and hopefully other people who feel this way can feel the same kind of like just voice that like it needs to be as many channels as possible. And this is the one that I felt safest doing right now. Have, have you ever been in a place where, where I don't know what your life experience is like, man. I don't know, like, if you've experienced racism or whatever, but, like, have you ever felt like there was a right thing to do that you just were afraid to? Uh, constantly. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I think it's important to say that I am uh, black, Korean, and Italian. Uh, my mother is black and Korean, and my father is Italian. Um, so I am mixed, and I do feel a strong connection to the Black Lives Matter movement because I believe that there is nothing you, Connor, me, Derek, my white fiancé, there's nothing that any of us can do in if a police officer is, is in front of you and wants to wants you dab, wants to kill you. There's nothing you can do. You can say all the things. You can raise your hands. You can get you, get down on the ground. You can do everything that they want. You can even do it, do all the right things all the way to the jail, and then they'll kill you in the prison. They'll kill you in the jail. They'll, I, be, I believe that if a police officer approached me that I would lose all control of myself and scream, please don't kill me, please don't kill me, until they treated me as hostile and erratic and killed me. Yeah, you know, it's starting to get weaponized, too. There's this other story that my mom was telling me about where there was... Uh, I can't remember where this is, so forgive me, everybody, because I'm paraphrasing, but um, there was an instance recently, I think last week, where uh, this woman was uh, walking around a park and she didn't have her dog on a leash and the dog was running around and disrupting things or whatever. And a bird watcher went up to her and said, Hey, sorry, do you, do you mind putting your dog on a leash? I'm, I'm trying to watch birds and they're scaring them away. And the woman started getting aggressing this man. Um, because, uh, she didn't feel like she needed to put her dog on a leash. Uh, so some details, the bird watcher is a black man. Uh, the lady's a white lady and it got to the point where, she was saying, because he was saying, like, there's signs up. You have to have your dog on a leash. Like, I'm not trying to, like, he, he was just saying, like, this is the law and you're inconveniencing me when you have a leash and your dog's not on it. And her response is like, well, fine, I'll just call the police. And by this point, he's filming it. Uh, and he's like, okay, fine, go, go call the police. And she calls the police. And she says that a black man is threatening her life and threatening her dog's life and that police need to show up because she is afraid for her life. Now, the good news to this story, to my knowledge, the police didn't show up. 
the guy is still alive. But my first thought when I heard that is, oh, this guy's going to die because he asked yeah. a woman to put a, her dog on a leash. And my mom was telling me, yeah, what's more annoying, too, is that there's just a bunch of comments of people like, oh, my God, I can't believe that woman was, like, treating the dog so poorly. Because, like, while this is going on and the dude's filming it, the woman's, like, got the dog by the scruff. And you could tell it's very uncomfortable from what I've heard. And uh, this encapsulates my feelings for the sake of feeling it out. I don't normally share this level of thing with anybody. But for the nature of this podcast, what I will say is that my feelings are the response of hearing people worry about a dog when I think a guy's going to die. And these are probably the same. And I'm not, listen, you can be worried about the dog, sure. But to me, I was just like, how's, how is that not like the front comment? Like, is this guy still alive? Like, what's happening? And it just seemed like no one cared. Um, and it's a shame because. There was a long, long stretch where I felt very cowardly for not going to these things. And uh, there's a lot of reasons why I did not go to some of these things or why I passed up on some of these things. And sometimes I had work or sometimes, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter because I'm not saying that I'm proud of not being as active in protest as I could be, but... While I can still feel guilty for not doing a lot of these things, um, I think that uh, there's no way I can talk about this without feeling sh without feeling shitty. So I'll just go ahead and say that I feel like in this instance, at this level of protest, uh, it, people's ability to protest is the same as people's ability to express themselves emotionally. I have a lot of trouble processing expressing emotion. And I do so through other facets as much as I, when you told me you wanted to do this emergency recording, I was like, sure, because this is a much better way for me to talk about this or even address it. Um, because to me, I feel like you either sound like a raving lunatic, even if you are on the side of good, what I would argue is good. And on the other hand, if you don't say or do anything then you're not even contributing to this level of protest that as much as I hate to say, I do agree with you. There isn't a place for peaceful protests and they can be very important, man. I'm really just getting into it now, but <laughs> please, I think we're at the point with this country where I do not trust the country to change. Bef honestly, I don't know what it'll take before the revolution. Well, that's the thing. Before the pandemic, I thought I, 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 I'm afraid people need to die in a large scale for there to be change of mind or change of politics. And this has proven that's not the case, which is really disheartening because I would prefer nobody fucking die mm -hmm. over anything like this or because of a pandemic. And so it sucks that this thing that I was hoping wasn't the case, but I thought, is that the case? Is that like dark path the case? That's not even the case. It clearly takes something past that. And I was thinking too, yeah, maybe it just takes a revolution. But I and I am immensely pessimistic just to also get that out for the audience sake. But I have thought back on the moments in history where violent protests have led to something and... I just feel like 
I don't know if I trust people well enough to make change anymore. I, I feel like you hit on something important, which is that like a protest ideally has an ask with it, like a, an actionable, we want this. Like they can say justice for, for George or whatever, like the hashtag hashtags are now, but um, the, the ask is so astronomical that it's more of a just a demonstration like i said of just showing that there are people so fed up with with this because the ask is a complete overhaul like erasure and rebuilding of our police because it is systemically broken derek told me about another interesting thing that ties back into this is that um uh when you have 10 bad cops and a thousand good cops but the good cops don't say anything about the bad cops. You have a thousand ten bad cops. Mm. And that's the problem with the system is that the bad cops, the good cops are afraid of the bad cops just as much as you and I because the bad cops are out there murdering and getting away with it. They're the ones turning off their body cams and beating people to death. They're not... And, and and the thousand cops who who aren't doing anything about it are are just as much victims and the problem more the problem i'm sorry i don't have like i i have i don't know any cops i've never known anyone in my life who was a police officer i really don't have i didn't really know him i didn't really know him i don't really have anybody that like was close to me in my life to demonstrate this is a full person they just also happen to be a cop. From my perspective and my experience, it really seems like you become a cop because it, 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 it encourages, it doesn't encourage, but it doesn't punish. That if, if you're a bully, you become a cop because it doesn't punish. I mean, I think there's two sides to that. And if I believe that, that I don't think I'm in the wrong. If that's, if that's wrong, I believe it. If that's incorrect, then it's society and it's it's the police officers that I've seen and the news stories that are on my feed that have demonstrated that. I've created a hasty generalization about police officers that keeps me safe. Is that the... I... It escalated when the highway police... When the highway uh, patrol accelerated over a couple... Or not over, but into some protesters on the 101 freeway. You can watch the footage. There was absolutely no reason why they needed to do that. No damage had been done to their car at that point. The damage was done to their car after they had accelerated through the crowd. That's the California police. Uh, that's the that's the California Highway Police. Like it's 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 yeah. It's made me very upset in a way that I I I realized through my support network that I needed to get my feelings out. Because with, with or without all the information, my feelings... I've felt this way for a while, dude. I've felt this way ever since I heard that story about... Again, I'm paraphrasing, but whatever. I'm feeling it out. It was a guy, a police officer with like 19 years of experience on the force at this particular precinct. And another police officer with, uh, let's say, 10 years of experience at the, in, in policing... The police officer with less experience on the force was on the job in his police officer uniform and opened fire 
on the police officer with more experience, a black man, the black man with more experience on the police force in the same precinct could do nothing to convince a white police officer who worked in the same precinct for less time that he was not a threat. And so if he doesn't stand a chance, none of us do. Yeah. And so, yeah, your story uh, and, and that story and every other story like this that just sounds like it's coming from like a, a fucking bonkers, like no sleep, like a creepy pasta. It doesn't sound real. But it's so real and it's and it's closer than ever. It's in my backyard and I I I felt a compulsion to to be there. And since I'm too afraid, and whether that's a, a result of like the, the capitalist bullshit mind fucking brainwash machine telling me that you, well, you need to be safe. You need to be safe. You need to think about yours. Well, you need to think about your equity. You need to think about all the, your debts. You can't uh, put yourself in, in danger like that. That is the exact kind of mentality that keeps the 1% fucking us with their militarized police force. And, and I usually, I'm, I usually say my I statements, but this is for the audience. I want you listeners to be very aware of the language that people use to cover this event going forward. This is the first of many things that will happen out of this. This, this isn't going to, to go away quietly until that guy is punished until he is convicted of murder and even that's just the start. That's the first ask. That's what they should be pr- protesting for right now, frankly. And if they are, then then more power to them. I apologize for not understanding the message. I I, I flocked to my platform, riled up with emotion like every good millennial. Um, well, I will say uh, also just to clarify, I'm I'm not opposed to these protests, any marches, any walks. I know earlier. I was saying I don't do them and I have a different idea about what requires change, but I think that any amount of awareness is at least good. And I think that anything that can produce a result, no matter the method, I think is good. So to those who either were protesting or wanted to or tried to or even just think about it, wow, thought about it, um, that's still a good thing. It's a great uh, thing. I fully support the Black Lives Matter movement, and feeling it out 100% supports the Black Lives Matter movement. We do, 100%. Executive decision. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, no, this is the time when I turn out to just be a self-hating <laughs> black guy. Well, well, I don't know if I would go that far. Here, here's, here's, this is something that Kyle and I haven't really dealt with before in our friendship, so I'm wondering how this is going to go, because... Uh, this guy's pessimism is starting to hit against your passion, and I'm very interested. And we don't have the world of time, but in in a kind of last idea of feeling it out, I actually want to uh, tell our audience, like, and this is I'm not going to say anything that Kyle said is not true to himself or 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 uh, 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 true in in reality. Uh, I, on the other side of this, uh, have a feeling that this is going to be what we get. We're going to get a, a, a freeway um, uh, a protest. Uh, as Kyle said, watch the words people say. There is going, this is going to be tied into the pandemic. Uh, I believe that this cop is going to get charged for murder. 
the process is going to take months and months and months. They're going to get off. Or he'll uh, get house arrest. Or get house arrest. Like and bullshit. then this will become like every other instance of this happening. Like, God, dude, Trayvon. Yeah, Fuck. exactly. I mean, the, the list is endless. And what's, what's I don't know. I, I hope that there's a lot of change. I hope that this isn't the end of it. But I'm at the point now where I'm just like, all right, well, every once in a while there's an event where I feel like the bubbling energy of conviction and, and the desire for change finally hits a boiling point and things act, active things happen. And then, unfortunately, because of who's controlling the system we're trying to fight against, it just dies down. Um, I hear I, you. I, I, hope I, there, I hope there's change. No, I agree. I just, I, I'm not content with that because oh, I I'm, do agree with either. you. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that like you're, you're acquiescing to it. You're as pissed off as I am, and I agree with you for the same reasons that that it's a product of our leaders to intentionally disincentivize organized protest yeah in every sense of the word to keep themselves in power because they're afraid of us especially black people and they're so obviously afraid that they will go to such blatant measures to literally disenfranchise them to take their voting rights away either physically or jesus christ they'll take them on a bus and they'll just drive them away from the voter booths like like they did. So yeah, so I agree with you. I agree and I have a pessimistic outlook. And it's just so painfully it's so I I it's not like I have a ton of friends to lose, but I hope people don't lose friends over this, but you you might have to. If I were a person who somebody was like, gosh, it sure is irresponsible of them to be doing this during coronavirus. Aren't they like being kind of, de- oh gosh, it's kind of like mean. Those people had to get home from work after a long, hard day. Don't they know that like the freeways, oh gosh, those police officers were in danger. They were driving through those crowds and they had to accelerate through them. Like that is racism, whether they know it or not. And it might not be their fault, but it is racism. And maybe you don't need to completely cut ties with people, but I, I think it's something that I'm hyper aware of whenever something like this happens, especially on Twitter, because I, I do the terrible thing with stuff like this where, frankly, the news isn't covering it yet. Maybe they are now, but when it was happening, I was on Twitter looking at like the latest, just seeing the tweets that were coming in that had Los Angeles uh, protests in them somewhere. And good fucking God, man, the racists on Twitter. Yeah, that's rough. The racists everywhere, but the the sanctity that they feel on the internet. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, that'd be pretty cool if we got a couple racists calling us out for this episode. I'd be flattered. Bring it on. Yeah, it wouldn't be my first rodeo. Come at me, boys. I'm really sorry, because it would be for me. Man, I got blasted when I was streaming once, and I had a bunch of people come in and, and uh, we'll put it this way, say some shit. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, which is funny, because it's like, that's how you know you made it. Yeah. When people can get angry at you. So I when they're scared of you. I encourage racists to come at us and talk about why we're wrong or why the country doesn't need to change or why it's an overreaction. Uh, I dare you. Yeah, because we'll uh, just I don't mind read to your make comment. enemies with you. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just, 
we'll just read it for all it's worth. Yeah. So, but anyway, my my point here is not to incite uh, any kind of uh, action right now. I just wanted to share my feelings and maybe just spread a, a, an inkling of awareness because it's like you said, it's so easy for this to just disappear. Fuck, man! Yeah. By Friday, this could be gone. Yeah, and it's so easy for it to disappear. It is. So if if anything, if anything, guys, just just. If the worst thing that happens is this just gets, this just levels out and nothing changes, at least keep it in mind. Think about other times you can remember where it's happened before because it happens all the fucking time. It has happened dis- despite dis- despite popular belief. Uh, this sort of thing has just kind of been happening. Dude, uh, remember when much we had a black president? Slavery. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Which is funny because I remember when not funny when the Trayvon when Trayvon Martin was killed, mm-hmm. I heard people be like, "This is crazy. This is happening again." And I'm like, "It's been happening. Just it happened no like one, that week. Y- like, yeah, no one fucking reported it. No one reports that stuff. But now that we have smartphones and social media, I will say this shit gets more attention through mm-hmm. that. If anything, which blows my fucking mind. Yeah." And the problem is not, it's not in our neighbors. It's not in each other. The problem is not in us. It's in the 1%. It's in the system that perpetuates this as not being a big deal. It's in the companies that own the news stations and radio stations that will downplay this and will blame the protesters and will call them irresponsible. It's in Sinclair. It's in Trump. It's in uh, all the fucking hedge corps that I can't name. It's the goddamn 1%, and I fucking want to eat them. I want to eat them alive, dude. And it's shit like this that makes me want to put my money where my mouth is because I can't talking about eating the rich if I'm not willing to get down there and bite them. I would also say, and I will not speak for you, Kyle, but Connor says, in addition to the 1%, fuck all you assholes who are part of us who are also racist dicks. Fuck you guys. You should be with us. Fuck you. That's the thing. It's so easy. It's so obvious. It's like you either get it and it's like so obvious or you think you're filling in like, well, yeah, it's good that they're doing that, but, and it's like, no, you either get it or you don't. You're like locked in this fishbowl, this cloudy fishbowl. Either you see or you don't. And and those people will like willfully seek out the, the people that already agree with them and push out the other voices Ugh, because Facebook and Twitter actively supports those groups because they're owned by the 1% that profit off of this madness. It's all connected. I'm not a shadow government, dude. It's not, it's not fake. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's real. The 1% wants black people to die. So do also middle and lower caste white people, just saying. And so do Actually, racists. people just want people so to do, die. So do I'll racists. Yes, you're right, of any, of any tax bracket. That's why... That's why for me, I think if you're going to target someone, go after those who have the most power. But when it comes down to it, like uh, Bezos, just people, just people in general, just shitty people, shitty people will be everywhere. Yeah. Shitty, uh, I have, I have shitty people as neighbors. Me too. Yeah. Like just fucking. Ah, it's so hard, dude. It's so hard. And, it, you, know what, you, you know what? You know what? I will say this is the last thoughts? thing I'm say. Okay, fucking yeah. my neighborhood. To those who are listening to this, and you know where I fucking live, we don't need to dox me. <laughs> we probably talked about it, but.
but so if we have, then you know what I'm talking about. Sunny Anchorage. Everyone says this is fucking such a nice neighborhood. The most racist shit has happened to me in this block. The most. This is this is beating Massachusetts, guys. So to those who <laughs> think it's not too bad, I just want to tell you, I will not curse you out, that that is not the case. And I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at uh, the people who are making me angry. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about this. I'm not I, angry at you. I'm angry at the people who are making me angry. Exactly. Very well put. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I wish I could point to anything, but all I know is that I'm, I, I am going to join a group or two out of this. And when I figure out what those groups are, I, I will encourage other people to as well. Cause, yeah. cause I have to take some kind of action. Otherwise, what, what am I? I'm part of the problem. Well, I'll, I'll just tell people to understand that this is. No, I already said my piece. I'm done. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Crying, feeling it out.